Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and once again, I'm joined by my fellow Popcorn Watchlist panelists. We've got, I'm going to do this in clockwork, uh, clockwise fashion. Thank you, Danny. Uh, we're going to start with Danny over on the top right. What's up? It's like uh, Brady Bunch squares, except I can't make that reference because these two kids don't know what that is. Uh, Zach, speaking to kids, down in the bottom right, say hello. Hi. Wow. <laughs> and then, as he recollects himself from whatever the hell was amazing introduction that was, you have Anthony say hello. Zeus! Ares! Ares! Uh, we're Destroy throwing, my enemy! We're throwing Hercules and God of War references. Well, uh, those are actually very appropriate references because uh, we're switching it up and talking about a recent TV show that actually hit Disney+. Plus. Uh, there was a lot of hype around this show, hopefully that it would be uh, a little truer to the books that it's based off of. And uh, if that hasn't given you a hint already, then we'll just spoil it for you. We're talking about Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Um, pleasantly surprised by this show, but fun fact, um, the first... Thing I ever knew about Percy Jackson was that um, I was actually on a movie date with somebody watching Inglorious Bastards and one of the previews nice. for the first movie came out and at first I was like oh there's like you know a weird elevator but then there was like all this lightning so I'm like oh shit it's Thor they're making a Thor movie and I see I Percy re- Jackson I like I remember that trailer I what remember that trailer that was a teaser yeah right? and I was like he's yeah he's going up the the teaser up to from the Chrysler building and then you get to the whole it's Olympus I was like wait that's Olympus. This isn't Norse myth. And I was like, oh, what the hell's a Percy Jackson? Um, what the hell's a Percy Jackson? What is, yeah, a, Percy what Jackson? is a Percy Jackson? And who are, and I know who these Olympians are. the Jeopardy question? <laughs> yeah, what is a Percy Jackson? But, uh, you know, I uh, ended up watching, you know, the first movie. And I was like, okay, this is, this is something. Uh, and so I didn't know it was based on books. And then a lot of people who read the books, I remember thinking, like, oh, this is definitely different. They did one of these different things again. Um, you know, just trying to cash in on them, like the young adult series a la Harry Potter. But oh, uh, that was my first introduction to the uh, Percy Jackson series. Um, date didn't go, go, didn't go well, but, um, uh, you know, uh, fast forward to 2024 when we're talking about a sort of reboot or revamp of the actual book series, uh, which now done in TV show form, thanks to Disney+. Plus. A little worried it wasn't going to be so great, but turns out, um, you know, um, it's definitely some would say a marked improvement. When did the um, books come out? That's a good question, Zach. Do you have? I mean, I know you read most of the books. I don't know if you know that. Or at least the first head. one. Well, I, I read, I read two and three also, but that was like back in middle school. Um, I want to say that the first book came out in like mid two thousands. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Like I have the book right here next to me, but I don't, I don't feel like taking out of yeah. Tell us the, uh, just a, a, br- a brief rundown of what Percy Jackson and the Olympians is all about. Ooh, okay. To try Not to spoiling too much. Like just you know, general synopsis about. <laughs> all right, so the book begins with. No. <laughs> um, so the the basic premise is that there is a uh, there's a young boy, a uh, Percy Jackson, who. Uh, finds out that he has powers, uh, and it special. opens up special powers. opens up this wor- uh, opens up this world that uh, that he uh, that he is a part of, or that at least his dad is a part of. 
Um, and, uh, uh, I, I got stuck. Uh, 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 uh that's okay. Oh, that's both going to be in the map. Again, like, you're putting me on the yeah, spot. Like, I was going to say, I, I like, did, I did there's really a little well. bit of with uh with what, what did we talk about like a, a few weeks ago where i was like i nailed it it was like super quick now it's like because the, the, there's so much going on and with this one but so basically the kid finds out that he's like half god and they go on a quest how we go we, we, god we meet some greek some mythology. gods yeah it's based off yeah, of greek it, myth hence the the references we threw in the beginning um with thor <laughs> not thor no wrong one wrong mythos um yeah, it's a whole thing. It's like it interweaves, you know, a young uh, coming of age story with Greek myth. Uh, it done in a kind of unique modern spin. Uh, fun fact: the original book came out June twenty eighth of two thousand five. Oh, yeah. five? Mid, mid. Two. Anthony's gonna do that. And uh, um, fun fact: Anthony and I had already graduated high school when this book came out. Well, when did it come out? June. So we had yeah. June twenty eighth. We just graduated. Yeah, we just graduated, dude. And um. The, the books out, were what 2010 well, the first one yeah the yeah, books were 05 06 07 08 and 09 damn every yeah, year right. good for him and rick Rorden was doing it man he's you know cranking them out good for him i mean overall i've i've heard that the books are received pretty well again zach you read the first three you like them right like they're pretty good overall because i remember uh because the second book was the first one i read i remember enjoying that one um reading it uh in middle school um, and the third one, I barely remember, but I remember like some key plot points, um, that are going to be important. Uh, I well actually, well, the second, the second season, cause you know, it's, it's going to be like important at, at the very end of it. Um, with, and then how it leads into the third book, uh, and then the ultimate, and ultimately the third season. Um, but I remember enjoying them a lot. Like they're, they're, they're books that they're made for kids and young teenagers. Like it's an, it's an easy read. Um, there might be a word or two that might be out of your typical, uh, vernacular, but, but it helps you, you learn you those can... words. It's great. I love that. Yeah. I love books like that. It helps expand your vocabulary, helps you understand some themes, some great fun plot twists, but, um, focusing on the show, the show takes place for season one, uh, of book one. That season one is basically book one, which I think is great. Um, I think, you know, Netflix and other streaming platforms have done this where we're going to take an entire book and uh, make it as one whole season, give it some, you know, good meat to the storytelling. Which, um, yeah, I think and most, and I think, should be. yeah, I think most people usually agree because whenever they adapt these large books or large series into movies most of the time if not all the time people will usually say oh i like the book better they they cut out so much from the book and there's more detail and it's like with the show or even with however long the season is there's way more time to flesh out the characters just like they do in the books and you're not really confined to that hour and a half to like two hour or if you're gonna go three hour window of one movie so yeah I, I would say for any long books like this this uh, season or series is probably the way to go yeah i think overall like um i know danny you'd recently seen rewatched the first movie um how do you think the show compares to the movie yeah the i, I just saw the show i mean i just saw the movie like literally 
maybe an hour ago. Yeah, me too. Just finished watching it. And, um, man, it just after watching the show, everything is so fast-paced here. <laughs> and, like, there's so many plot points and, like, characters missing. And you're just like, what is happening? Yeah, I felt like they was in the movies, like, we're at camp. Okay, now we're no longer in camp. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, the camp, and, um, the camp is, like, probably five to ten minutes of, like, the first section. Not of the even. Movie. Like, yeah. five minutes. <laughs> it's That's definitely something. Like, it's I liked how it was introduced in the show. Especially after, like, the first episode is the whole setup for Percy realizing the reason he's special. Because, you know, like Anthony said, it's about him being a demigod. And you go to, basically, a camp full of demigods. And you're sorted by... You know, which of the demigods, I guess, you know, ran around and had kids. Um, and also, and, like, I guess who, whoever claims you. Because even some of them, like, they, the, at least, like, because they, they go through a little bit more de- in detail in the book, um, that if you're not claimed, you typically end up at Hermes' cabin. Because Hermes is the god, or, you know, one of his traits is that he's the god of uh, of travel. Or, or, the, or it was a god of... Uh, God, I think yeah, I think something like that, like God of Travel or something. Messengers uh, and travelers. Yeah, messengers, travelers, thieves. Um, so so typically, uh, campers would go there first if they're not claimed when they arrive, um, until they're eventually claimed or not. And also, in, in I noticed in the movie, like as soon as he gets to camp, he finds out his dad is Poseidon. <laughs> Yeah, and like in the show, I think they stretch it out a couple episodes, yeah, and like maybe like half the season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like they, they get they to the, well, they, they get to the flag. Yeah, so they capture the flag, which is like episode three, right? Yeah, is it two or three? I'm I, I, pretty two. sure it was. I, th- I want to say three. It might have been two actually. Yeah. Remember the episodes were about like I forty minutes long. <laughs> yeah, I think one, episode one ended when. When he gets to camp, yeah, and I think the whole second episode is him at camp because then the third one is the start of the the voyage. Yeah, it's it's episode two because yeah, episode three this is the we'll talk about episode three in a moment, but yeah, um, yeah, you, you spend a whole episode at camp, which is again forty minutes in camp, like uh, versus five. That's five. <laughs> yeah, in the movie eight times in the movie, uh, Pierce Brosnan takes him to like his own little suite. Like he has his own like room. He's like. Yeah, yeah, your father built this for you. And then within, like, the decor of the room, you see, like, tridents everywhere. And he's like, oh, my father's beside Well, there was an actual trident. In yeah, it was, yeah, like, in, it was like, in, like, on the outside of the of the whatever bungalow. It's like, surprise, you're presiding. Like, up yeah. against one of the pillars. Mm-hmm. And and I like that, like, in the in the show, it made more sense about, like, hey, you know, there are the, the three big Olympians. Like, they're forbid, forbade to have other kids again. Makes Percy like special, but also sort of like a pariah and an outcast, and it kind of sets everything up perfectly to uh, go on this quest where you know he, based on you know his friend at school, turns out to be you know Grover the Seder, and then uh, throughout his um, you know time at camp, he befriends Luke from the, the Hermes camp house and um, Annabeth, who turns out to be the a daughter of Athena, which is you know it's cool to see. Um, but from there, like, they kind of go embark on their quest. He meets a god already, uh, in, you know, meeting Dionysus, which was freaking hilarious. Um, yeah, the, uh, the camp d- 
director, I think I want to say is what it was because Chiron yeah, was like, the activities. Chiron's the, yeah, like uh, Chiron is sort of like the, 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 the teacher and, and you know and tutor for everybody. And in Greek myth, he's actually uh, he trained Achilles and he trained uh, a lot of heroes. I think but, I think uh, I think uh, in the book anyway. I don't know if they mentioned in the show, but he he trained Heracles or Hercules, Hercules for all you people that don't know what the difference between Roman and Greek mythology is. Damn, way to call people out. Dude. Because Hercules no. is the Roman name. Heracles is the Greek Heracles. name. This, there's, this is not how this works. <laughs> Heracles. Well, let's talk a bit about the casting. We're talking about you know Jason Matsukas' Dionysus being a sober Dionysus, which is really I, I think I, I think they picked a, a great actor to to play. To play. Yeah. Just like, w- one thing I will give um, the second movie props for is casting... Because like Stanley Tucci, I thought he was great as Mr. D. Yeah. Because um, because uh, the way that uh, um, I mean I I don't know I forget his name now the one that plays Mr. D now very similar Jason Menzoukas. like in in how they portray the character Berlo yeah. El Cunado. <laughs> and right. wait, what was the first one? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I can ne- I can never say his go. name. Like I just I know him his, from his name is Jason Parkson, Jason no, Menzoukas. No. Uh, J- what? <laughs> Jason Manzukis. Oh, no, he, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? He, oh, no, that's Brooklyn Adrian Nine-Nine. Pimento. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Pimento. Oh, sorry, Pimento. Oh, God, he's so hilariously unhinged. God, that's hilarious. all I know him from. He was in uh, some of the John Wick movies. John Wick 3? TikTok, Mr. Wick. TikTok. I vaguely remember. Yeah, dude. Then again, I only saw the movie once. What? Him as Mr. D was, I think, a great casting. <laughs> like, like having that uh, that that sarcasm because the character obviously in the book has that sarcasm, like, oh yeah, okay, whoo whoo, whatever, whatever. By the way, and then then going to something a little bit more serious, but uh, yeah, no, because like he, it was a good way again, like mix a little bit of humor, but then also like that's the one thing I feel like the show did well was just like, hey, like these are still kids, but then they're also going through a lot of real serious stuff. It's like, yeah, you're on a major quest, you know, uh, you know, finding out, going through camp. He finds out that, yeah, his dad is actually Poseidon. And um, his and I like that they showcase his mom teaching him a lot about Greek myth. It's like, why is he teaching me all these stories? Like growing up. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, it turns out it's super duper important for you, Percy. Like, And you're named after Perseus, who is also a demigod. Who dad? <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like um, the... Who they chose for obviously the three main uh, leads, the kids, because they definitely felt more like teenager, you know, growing up. Can we also talk about how like younger Percy looked exactly like Wal- uh, Walker Scoble? Like it is like that Walker Scoble. Oh, you mean the one? The- no, no, like when he was younger. <laughs> like younger. I'm sorry, he, he already looked young to me. He's he looked like he was twelve, but you mean no, like when a he was like eight, like when he was like five or six uh, years old, dude. Like he looked like yeah, just I like I was it. like holy crap. That's like how, the same thing they did with Echo. You had a little girl who played younger Echo, and then I was like, dude, these, they look exactly the same. This is perfect. Like, perfect Wait, casting. I have no idea what actor you guys are talking about, actually. So, and throughout the, the show, you would see the kid who's Percy in a TV flashbacks show. of young of Percy being much younger, like maybe five, oh, seven years gotcha. old, and not okay, 12. Okay. And okay, it, yes, yeah, he, he did look like, I mean, I, what if it was the actor's brother? No, it's not. I looked it up, mm. <laughs> like, it, I looked was, it up and no. it was that pretty. It's not. Like, it's not uh, 
Popo Scobo or whatever his name would be. <laughs> Popo Scobo? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, like, Arian Simpadre as Grover is great. He was delightful. Leah Jeffries brought some great command as Annabeth, showing that there's a lot of depth to her. Um, and I think, again, like a lot of the, everybody else cast was great. Um, if we go into episode three, Medusa, perfect. Perfect Medusa casting. Yes, I thought that was really good. Jessica Parker Kennedy was great. And for the record, um, Medusa was right. Even though she had, you know, was in the, in the way and they had to, like, you know, behead her. Um, they, uh, they, uh, yeah. Like, I think that's the reason why Athena was kind of half mad at the whole thing. Because it was like, you know, hey, they made a, us think about it. Because Athena did curse the uh, Med- Medusa for all of that. Because technically she had relations with Poseidon in her temple. But the actual Greek myth was that he kind of raped her, so that's why it's a whole like, damn, yo, Medusa's right. Hey, it's, it's a it's a show for kids, all right. It's a show for kids, <laughs> but you know, Athena is kind of still in the wrong here, so you know, yeah, I'm gonna say that. But um, but it, it, was it just Medusa, or was it also with or like also her sisters? Were her sisters already like like because I don't think they were all Gorgons already. No, I don't say, but. The only thing I'm aware of is for sure, like the, the you know the myth of Medusa herself. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think the. Uh, do you remember how they fought her off in the movie? Yeah. Oh, it's the iPod. The iPod <laughs> reflection of an iPod. I thought. Oh yeah. Pro- this some was product placement right there. I thought this was much better. Like I liked what they how they did it in the show. Um, the book, I think I forgot they used uh, Zach. I don't know if you remember what they did in the book, but it was like. Not exactly. They they changed it for the show. But they I, used some kind of orb. I want to say like some reflective ball, like an orb, and and did it that way. Yeah, but in this one, they used like they they they, they, they hit her like the one two surprise. It's just like you know, hey hey, uh, tur- turns out like wear this cap so you we can't see into your eyes, and then swing. Yeah, one one thing the, I really liked about the show, like the pace of the show. Is that you get like the third episode is the Medusa episode, so it's like pretty much every episode is like, oh, it's an episode of doing this part of the quest and meeting probably one one of the other gods, and, and it's, it's almost like a whole chapter. Yeah, it feels yeah, like much. a chapter of the book, which I'm sure it is like that in the book. Zach can say whether it is or not, but I would uh, yeah, I would say like two chapters. Uh, for a lot of these, like two or two to three chapters combined for some of these episodes, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, uh, like the um, the one where they first meet Ares, I think that was like like three chapters put into one. That makes sense, yeah, because they meet Ares and they go off to the the tunnel of love, uh, yeah. and then they go into her. But um, yeah, like going through each section, like the whole section in the train was pretty out of hand. But like, uh, like I, you could still suspend your disbelief, even though it's like, hey, like. These kids really cause all of that. Like, yo, know, these these cops are a little they're getting a little pushy here with these kids. But um the the whole section there at the St. Louis Arch was really uh tense. It was it hit the right amount of um tension building, especially with uh, the uh the chimera was it was it really was it confirmed to be the chimera that was chasing them? Going up there, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it was implied uh, to be the chimera and the mother monsters taking them out. Because there are some parts that I do want to talk about, like some of the differences between that and the book, and, and yeah, the yeah stuff, go for but, uh, it. No, I was gonna say if you if we you want to hold it off until the end, like we can. We do can, that yeah. Like just do a brief overview, and I think like you get more characterization, you get a more 
like lore building, you find out about um, the tree who happened to actually be um, a former daughter of, uh, you know, like a, a former like daughter of Zeus. She ended up give, risk giving her life, yeah, Thalia. Like that, her whole story I think was very compelling and captivating, and it gave a drive. We get the whole prophecy of just like, yeah, you're uh, go to the quest, but then you'll be betrayed by a friend. And so, like, I like how Percy's like, I can't trust you guys, or I can't let you guys in too much because I'll be betrayed by a friend. But like, he like still chose Annabeth because like, if I'm gonna be betrayed by somebody, let me be betrayed by somebody who I know is gonna uh, get the you know mission and the quest completed so it's like man yeah, it gets like, smart. Like, like he interpreted uh you that you would be uh, betrayed by a friend in uh in in a different kind of way than what you would think mm-hmm. like yep. uh like yeah we get we get the proper betrayal at the end but it, i mean those are two different kinds of betrayal yeah like, betrayal i like how like yeah was more I like, like how, the taste of betrayal no go ahead the taste of betrayal go ahead and next I, what were you saying yeah i was gonna say like i really enjoyed like it, although it's like you know a, a young adult's show or like you know a you know a teenager show or maybe a little less you know like preteen show technically like they deal with prophecy really well and i think it helps because rick Warden would think helped co-write their show so like help yeah. adapt it to a tv show yeah so, he was part of the the writing the the casting I for love the it. show but he wasn't apparently during the movie which i guess that makes sense yeah and the movie yeah. that totally makes the movie sense. has none Absolutely. of that 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 prophecy stuff at all None of it. They saved it. Like I mentioned before we recorded, they saved it for the second movie. Where it's like, oh, here's the Oracle. But it was a completely different prophecy. It was something. Yeah, like something else. Oh, and I loved how the prophecy was delivered to Percy as like his like weirdo stepdad. Like that was hilarious. Like I was just like, of course it would. Like they and they kept that from the book too. Yeah, like that's perfect. And like, and I like the uh, we talk about things. I don't know because the books. Always, I guess, like the artwork of the books had all like the Art Deco kind of stuff going on, and they still kept that uh, within the show, like in the end credits. Well, not I wouldn't say not really because um, I mean, I guess since we're, we're recording, like yeah, like, so this is this is like the original cover of the second book. Like, there's no Art Deco to it, like nowhere, not even on the spine or whatever. But if you buy like the box set um, that's like the hard covers uh, published by by Disney Hyperion. Um, they have that Art Deco looking um, style, like the show does. Um, which, I but like, grab. I guess was that a holdover from like the movie, and they decided, hey, you know what looks cool? Art Deco. Like, let's keep it. I don't think. So. I don't think they. I don't think they brought it over from. Uh, it's like the Olympians like, love Art were... Deco. They love the Chrysler Building. They love Miami Beach, like old school Miami. I don't know. Like, it was. But, like it, this it is was this cool. is what the books look like. The book spines anyway. Go See, watch that the looks video like version. the show. Yeah, especially because they're at the New York and everything kind of looks kind of really big. For you audio but, listeners, Zach is holding up his box set of the books. So if you want man, to see how it looks like, isolate. box set, watch hardcover. The yeah. Watch the video. Yeah, this is a shameless plug if you're not watching us. Um, but yeah, like we go from, you know, the, their journey, how like they're trying to go on, on the road and go from, you know, they try to take the car and go off to, you know, from Medusa's to get to a train to get off at St. Louis, and then from St. Louis they try to like, uh, you know, they hitchhike, and from hitchhiking they run into Ares, which I thought was also Ares. Ares is nowhere to be found in the movie. Dude, nope. Ares. He's not even and, mentioned. 
Oh no, he's really? mentioned once because when in, during the camp scene, it, yeah, because there's it, a just like oh, Clarissa, uh, yeah. the group of uh, Ariess, whatever Brotherhood of Ariess. Wait, Clar- wait, wait, wait. Clarice is in the first movie. No, I don't think she is. Are they mentioned? Was Clarice again? No, I don't. I don't think she Ares's was mentioned. Daughter. Yeah, no. Clarice's daughter is the Ares's daughter. Nope. But they do Not mention the, the Ares kids in the yeah, movie. They're like they're the Only Ares kids. They're, they're like bad. they're like the group where he wins the capture the flag against them. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Clarice shows up in the in the second movie, but the, see, like they saved everything for the second movie. Why? Because like, maybe maybe they're like for we're gonna get a reason. bigger budget, so we're gonna add more things to the second movie. And like the first one wasn't even like that. Hey, like it was like it made. It was movie. whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, like whatever. it was watchable, but yeah, yeah. it was decent. It was decent. We've like it was, it was like decent, but like then you go to the show and you're like, okay, no, this is significant. The one better. thing I would say, it's kind of weird, but I still think I like the main three better from the movie. I don't know why. I really like Walter Scoble as a main character, but for some reason, even though I know this is how it is in the book. In the book, there Zach said they're like twelve. They're supposed to be twelve, but yeah. in the show, I still just—I I don't know if it had to do with the directing or the acting, but it just for me, I didn't find it too believable that these three twelve-year-olds could do and fight these things off uh, well, like they're supposed to. There's a thing. Like it wasn't believable to me that they could, they could do Zach, all. Like, I'll, let, I'll let you take this point. Like, at think... least for me in the movie, even though they're not much older, but the actors they got in the movie—they're like you know sixteen to eighteen. They looked more believable in their roles in doing the fighting than these three kids did. But that's just how I interpreted it because, like, you know, they're older. They look more believable. Or maybe it's just the difference in acting style and directing. But um, it's no, it's, and, it's more to do with how. OK, so the, the, the way that it works is um, a lot of demigods have like 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 psychological uh, not disorders necessarily, but like they have like you know, quirks, mm-hmm. like um, like ADHD being one of the big ones. Um, so ADHD um, for like you know because Percy Jackson has ADHD mm-hmm. um, yep. and dyslexia. The way they explain it, and dyslexia. dyslexia. Yeah, yeah. Well, dys- dyslexia is I think for pretty much everyone because um, as they, a as a demigod because you're half Greek god, your brain yeah. is hardwired for ancient Greek, Greek. not English. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mention that in the movie, I, I believe. Yeah, they do. Um, and, uh, I, and I don't think they mention it too much in the movie, but I know in the show and then definitely in the book, um, ADHD for a demigod is like their their instinct, like 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 that god instinct where it's like like um, like they like, like they want to fight, like like they're gonna be. They do uh, mention it in the movie. <clears throat> yeah, because they they do like like they they think better on their feet when they're in like like a like a high stakes situation. So, like I would say it's a combination of ADHD and um, and adrenaline. Like, but they I don't really like, talk about yeah. adrenaline. They talk about the so ADHD Grover, part. part. Grover like, mentions like, oh, it. That, that's your instinct. Grover mentions it like once in the movie when they first get the camp, and he's kind of like telling him to lay the land of the camp, and he mentions that to him because he's like, I don't think I could do any of this stuff that you're talking about because I have ADHD. And then that's when he says, "It's like, oh, that just means you, you have like the natural instinct to to fight or something like I, that." You can do it, yeah. I don't then, like. It, I, that's, so that's why like, even point, as a kid, yeah. yeah. But, I thought, that's an interesting point. Like I, 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 found them extremely believable, and also considering that Annabeth, like, oh, that's the only like life she knows. So like, she's all attuned to the mythical creature. She's like honed in you know those type of little war games they play at camp. So, and then Percy is just eking out by grit. Like he's not like looking like 
like uh the old he's not like you know Perseus or Kratos or anything this you know master of combat Kratos. like he's 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 trying like like he's trying he's failing like he has faults yeah for me I just um, I think it might have to do with the direction because it just seemed like and maybe it's budget as well it just seemed like at least when I'm rewatching it now because I watched it today you know like the actions that the characters are doing it's believable it looks like they were somewhat trained in some of the actions obviously they probably had some stunt doubles but it, it like looked like they were doing it and they were like it was proper versus like when they showed Annabeth in the show and she's like fighting off all the people like she did in the movie it just didn't have that same like I guess like pizzazz veros- like ferocity that and like she, like making it look like yeah I can whoop these like 10 guys that are like that I'm sparring with right now like it uh, it just looked okay. it looked more legit in the movie but again that could just be like you know we have a higher budget and we have longer to train these people to know what they're doing versus training this I think she's probably like 13 or 14 in real life training this actual 14 year old girl how to do this stuff so uh, but that's just me but those are just like small quibbles but I feel like for for me I preferred the show in terms of those scenes but like while I was watching the movie I felt like some of the major action sequences like with the Hydra or like I guess like the final fight mm-hmm. it had cooler moments that felt more believable but in the movie um, when they're doing like sword fighting or like at camp and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I found that to be like very cheesy and like kind of like a so ah, it, it, it's a mix. Day. Yeah, it, it was a mix. Yeah. I I think if if we're, if you're able to kind of dissect like there's pros and cons to both, I think that's oh for sure. Yeah. For me, that's a win. That's a win for the show. Yeah, I, like, I overall is doing its own thing. Yeah, overall, I like the show better just because it's like. Oh, like I said, the way it's paced and it like it tells yeah. the story better. The the story of the movie is just like it's all over the place. It's nonsense, but like it's like sort of fun nonsense, but like fun cheesy nonsense. But the show is like okay, here's like step by step by step by step, and it's like and it has a, you know the quest, you know what right. like, like yeah. you understand yeah. everything that's going on. It's just it's not like all right, here's camp, here's this, you're a demigod, here's this, your mom died, but no, she didn't, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what's going on in this movie? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, Zach, do you remember in the Tunnel of Love, wasn't there playing, they were, like, a, you get the whole, that, which I thought that was really cool, by the way, you get the story, like, Ares, Aphrodite, and Hephaestus. Like, do you remember if, if I think in the book, I remember reading somewhere that they, ha- they there was a song playing in the Tunnel of Love, which uh, was like... In the show? In the, no, in the, in, no, in the, in the book. Because in the show, the song they chose was amazing. I, I was, I remember just like look, looking along and like just like like a slow clap. I was like, you know what, whoever's oh, doing man. the show, good job. I I can't remember. I, rem- I they they do they do mention it in the book, uh, but I'm confusing it for because they also there's like another song that plays when Percy gets to New York and goes up the elevator, and it's like oh they're playing a, a music of this song. Um, but in the Tunnel of Love? I know in the movie, Man, when they I needed to go to Hades, they start playing Highway to Hell like in the car. Classic. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. That's... that's hilarious. And they go to Hades. No, not even. Not even no, in that part. it was part. for Medusa. It was before they go to Tennessee that they play Highway to Hell. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure not it was when they were going to California. Right I'm pretty sure it was when they were yes. going to Hades. What a... No, what a... no. It was when they were driving from New York to Tennessee to go to the Parthenon. 
That's when they what? played Highway to Hell. Yes. I got to rewatch it. I just watched it like a couple hours ago. I could have sworn it was <laughs> yeah, right It definitely wasn't on. when they got to Hades, but it, it was before, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely way before. It was like again like that first part of the quest. Oh, okay. I think I know I think I know why. It, I think it's cuz when they first start the quest, the quest is, "Oh, I need to go to Hades to save my mom." Okay, now we need to go to these three places first. So I think like when they were going to the first place, they started playing Highway to Hell because that was like their first like main endpoint. That might have been what it was. But you know what? They were probably in the scene that you guys are talking about. They're probably playing Take on Me. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Or I need a hero. Yeah. <laughs> no, make it stop. No. Um. So, yeah, the whole Tunnel of Lust sequence, you get the story of Hephaestus. And obviously, yeah, you're supposed to feel bad for Hephaestus because in the Greek yeah, myth, yeah, it's kind of sad. Um, I don't remember, to... but in the in the show, they're out here playing like a remix version of "What Is Love" by Hathaway. Oh, nice! Freaking great! I was like, this Wait, is where great. in the book? In no, the in the show. show. Oh, in the show. Yeah, they're playing. What oh, yes. Love? I was yes. like, dude, this is great. Like, um, and like that. You, and uh, what's great is the casting for Hephaestus. If you ever watched uh, Psych, oh man, that was that was a great little. Where I know him from. Um, the luck of the Irish. No. Look of the oh, he's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. <laughs> the look of the Wait, Irish. who was the bad guy? Go on Disney Plus. He's talking about Di- Disney Timothy Channel original Oldmanson. movie. Timothy Oldmanson, like I need him to be in more things. The look of the Irish. See that movie? That movie I did see. Yeah, that's a the, the Disney Channel one, right? Yes. Correct. That one I've seen a few times. Freaking luck of the Irish. When did that come out? Probably like 98 or something, 99. 98, 99. Dude, 2001. Nice. Freaking 2001. Anyway, uh, yeah, that whole sequence is great. Talking about also Ares, like uh, Adam Copeland, yo, also known as Edge. Edge. Freaking amazing. I, I like half expected Menolingus to start playing, but I don't know if they have the rights to do that. But, uh, uh, I think he did great. Like he's been doing a lot of acting stuff for the past like six, seven years or so. Um, he did a really, yeah. Like I think he did a fine job, pretty fine job. Like I think, you know, as the sh- as the, hopefully the show gets more seasons. If Ares is a recurring character, I'm all about it. Like, like Megan Mullally was one of the Furies. Yeah, she was Electo. You know, uh, the one about like you know the pain and stuff. Um, I remember when like I, they were fighting off the the Furies. I'm like, they're not dead, are they? And it turns out, yeah, they're not dead because they're like primordial things. But uh, that was dope. Um, oh, how about Poseidon himself? Toby Stevens. Yo, you mean Captain Flint? Go watch Black Sails again. Black Sails. Yeah, Jessica Parker Kennedy and Toby Stevens. It's on Netflix. Anybody's interested? If anybody likes Black pirates, Sails. and if you want to see like an adult HBO style type pirate show watch black sails if you ever watched um treasure island and you're like man i wish this had like the like the the greedy realistic treatment or if um you know if you're of a particular uh thing uh, you know uh, the guy who played um who's this guy who played um i mean like everybody was crazy jacked but like if you like umbrella academy billy bones is um the guy who plays number one uh also I remember correctly. Um, no, not Jack. Tom Hopper. Anyway, right? 
Yeah, uh, Tom Hopper. Yeah. Oh, Tom but you Hopper mean is... his character in Umbrella Academy? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember his name. Which I'm forgetting. But um, like I, I, my whole thing is that oh, I can't do. My sister's gonna kill me if I don't mention this. Lin Manuel Miranda is, has Hermes. Freaking great. Freaking great. I like how they go to Vegas and like they they cause a minor traffic incident with all the animals just so they can sneak out and get back in. Luther. Luther yeah, he's home. Luther in Umbrella Academy. Academy. Correct. Um, yeah, dude. Um, uh, I think the whole, that whole episode with Hermes is cool because like they talk about Luke and he's just like, wait, Luke? Like, yeah, like you know, you can tell he's like, he really wants to like be with you know, under you know, like, get to know him, and he's like, no, but you know, your dad told me that it would just end and you know, it would end really badly. And I was like, damn, he's right. Like, and it's even cool. Like, and then uh, as we you know, we finally realize you know, of course he's you know, he's Poseidon. He has his powers of Poseidon. Claim, but also like he you get that flashback where he actually has a chance where he r- runs into uh percy's mom and he's like oh do you want to meet him he's like no like like it was cool because at first the whole show and you find you're seeing percy getting really resentful it's like you were never there for my mom we suffer we all this stuff. like why should i want his blessing like and like percy was asking the real questions like no, like, I'm not going to be, you know, perpetuate this cycle of, like, gods fighting gods and all the petty squabbles. Like, I want to be better than this. Like, we can be better than this. And um, Especially, like, his upbringing helped him realize a lot of that. And you saw that from the character, from the writing, but also the acting, I think, was really good. But it also was believable when you finally meet Poseidon. And he's, this, you know, like, oh, he's going to war with Zeus because somebody stole the lightning bolt, uh, the master bolt. And it's like, you can tell he's still wanting to break in and try to take you know like get to know his son and actually you know be there for him mm-hmm. like it, you can tell it like it hurts him to, to to not be there so um yeah i like how great job by toby stevens yeah, great job i like great how job. in the like the difference from the movie and the show in the movie you only get maybe a few scenes of like poseidon whispering or talking to percy um and then uh, maybe two times where like he helps him out, like oh, touch the water, it heals you, or or by the end of the movie where like he helps him oh, yeah, like, utilize his powers. Yeah, but like I like how throughout the show, since we have a longer time with all these characters, every like maybe two episodes, every couple episodes, it's like little by little you see like the powers start coming to Percy, and he starts understanding like oh wow, I can actually like manipulate water, and like it starts escalating, and like by the end, you know, he has way more control of, of the ocean and it's, uh, you know I like it a lot better that way than even though the scene at the end of the first movie is cool the way it looks but it's like again very fast like out of nowhere it's like oh he's using all this power now to to beat the bad guy yeah and how do we like yeah go ahead Danny uh, I was gonna say in, in regards to like time like you know having things build up and like you know feeling the the runtime compared to the movie how everything's so fast-paced um like with lin-manuel miranda and like the vegas scenes like you're there in the casino or hotel and obviously you're supposed to be there for a long time in the movie i love that in the movie it felt like five minutes yeah it's like a five or ten minute sequence again but obviously they're there for like three days you know a 40 minute episode you're yeah, a whole okay. episode there and you got like different conversations like you're actually there interacting you know getting this uh, Grover 
sidelined by, um, you know, the character and just, it, it did feel more of a runtime. So, you know, what's funny, a uh, fun fact, I was looking through some of the casting again, like, yeah, you get more timing to go through it, but, um, like, and then it makes sense. Cause then even the show allowed like parts of their journey to be like the sort of like opener for the entire episode. Like when they finally found the gateway after they used Hermes's cab to get to, um, you know, the gate to the underworld, cause there's supposed to be a whole lot of them. Um, when they get to Krusty's like mattress shop, uh, pro Krusty's, she's like, I know who you are. Like funny, fun fact is the guy who plays, uh, Krusty played the ferryman in the Percy Jackson. Cool, oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, hey, hey, hey. stuff like that. But, um, that's the only was... guy they could get back. They, they couldn't get Prince Brosnan or anybody else back. I don't know. I, you know what I'll say is, uh, in, I know Kevin McKidd was Poseidon, but Toby Stevens is a big improvement. Like, I, I like, I mean, Anthony and I have a, you know, uh, have a predilection to Toby Stevens because he's in so many cool things. He's also the bad guy in Die Another Day, um, which is pretty damn cool. But, um, you know, like, he did a fine job, but, like, I don't know, like, um, the rest of the casting, like, uh, was it Jake Dupas who played Hades? Like, I liked the spin and obviously the plot twist when it came to Hades about, like, the whole idea. I was like, no, I'm not here. Like, your mom's here, but, like, I'm not, I didn't steal the bolt. I don't know what's going on. And we get to finally realize that, like, it was all kind of, like, uh, planted on Percy and, and his quest to get it to, um, Kronos. That's the whole, like, and it, and it sets up, like, the overarching, like, big bad of the entire series, which, again, like, as, as a show, it did this really well. And you know, like, oh, snap, this is happening. Like, it's building up for this confrontation. So, it's almost like in the first Harry Potter movie and book, like, you understand, like, oh, Voldemort's still around, and, you know, this is him, and he's trying to make his comeback. Same thing with Kronos. He's trying to make his comeback. Um, and that leads Percy to finally, like, like oh, Sauron. I have this. What Sauron? Yeah, trying to make his make comeback. Sauron trying to make his comeback. <laughs> yeah, the One Ring, the Master Bolt. Uh, and then you know we finally get to he goes to New York, and uh, by he I mean Percy. Uh, oh wait, we're talking about Hades, uh, Cerberus, the Cerberus sequence. I thought yeah, it was nice. Cerberus, Hades. Um, what happened after that? And then right after that, he goes back and then has to fight Ares, right? Yeah, what was really dope too on was the, beach the yeah, cause area, on the yeah. beach. But before that, do you remember when they talked about? Oh snap! Kronos is manipulating everything, uh-huh. and uh, once Hades heard that, he's like, "Uh, no, give me the bolt. I need the bolt. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I, I need everything in my power. We, I can't. Like, we can't have this guy come back. Like, it's this. You, you could tell how serious. And I like that scene too because it still felt like a mind game. Like, you still weren't wasn't weren't sure like what he was trying to accomplish. Like, you weren't sure if he was in on it or if he was just. <clears throat> just trying to keep him there trying to not give him his mom it was just like all all still secretive yeah it was pretty legit like i thought it was really it's done really really well even though steve coogan um, was was funny as hades in the movie um yeah but yeah this version was, hades. It was just done better yeah um and i liked how like uh going through the different levels of the underworld like you could see all this like the different you know you could see it as like oh this is definitely a full on underworld and I liked like Hades' castle is cool like upside down kind of thing um yeah like like we actually had um well Tartarus is supposed to be the space between 
the earth and the underworld, right? Or Strider is below the underworld. It's, it's supposed it's to be below. the bottom. Of, yeah, it's the below. It's the, the like, ultimate okay, pit. It's mind. the pit of Tartarus. Yeah. Okay, never mind. No, because I, I was thinking that Tartarus was like in between, but I guess not. I don't know. God of War has me like confused right now. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing to be confused with. Because um, at least the way that it's shown in uh, God of War, I want to say two, when you're on Atlas, I think the area they call it Tartarus. I don't think they say it's the underworld, which is very well, weird. Well, because he's know. under the underworld. Yeah, yeah. he no, went, like, like the like the underworld. Atlas is the, holding, holding the world, everything up. Yeah, yeah, but he's punished to do it. But um, and, the, and that he's in that space, which th- I think the game just says Tartarus. I don't know. I'm just really confused. I mean, that, yeah. my memory. Kronos is really was bad. also there too. Mm-hmm. You go to part three. Awesome fight. Yeah, that whole fight. Anyway, um, yeah, and then like that's when he's like, "Oh, but give me my cap." But that's the cap that Annabeth has. He said, and, like, "No cap, no cap." Yeah, he said, "No cap, bro." <laughs> you know, um, this cap is bussing, so no cap for real, for real. Um, <laughs> on God. On God. <laughs> <laughs> and then on God, because then, you know... Um, on gods. On gods, because Percy fights Ares, you know, and uh, actually draws first blood. He does a really good job. Um, and, uh, you know, he fights him off. He strikes the deal. And then, you know, we get to the final end, which, spoiler alert, you know, we think the prophecy's done. Percy's a hero with his friends. And then it turns out he's still betrayed. By his by other friend. friend yeah, but you can't you can't skip over, like the meeting between him and Zeus. You can't skip oh, over the actor, right. Lance Reddick. Dude, Lance Reddick did such a great job as Zeus. Like, yeah, he was, was awesome. This, like, as, as the facial I am expressions. I, mean, like, I like I like Sean Bean from the movie, but Lance Reddick is is awesome. Dude, Lance when when he shows him like I have a deal, but he's like you won't like like he has this look of just like. The balls on this kid, but also I gotta put this kid straight. Like, hell no. Give me my bolt back. The war's still going on. And then that's when you get that really awesome moment again where Poseidon rolls up. He's like, no, no, no. I give up. I give up. Like, I don't care. Like, he's like, I, yeah, I, I, I yield. I don't, I, yield. Do, I just do not hurt my son. Like, I was like, damn, dude. Like, he doesn't care about his pride, which, you know, um, especially those three gods are very prideful. And he's just like, no, like that, that also, again, is a big testament to the character, to Poseidon's character. And I think it showed Percy, like, that he's more than what he originally thought his dad was about. That was, you know, a great, great scene. And uh, I liked Olympus looked really great for it being on like a TV show, like whatever 3D backdrop they had or whatever visual it was the volume. volume they were using. Yeah, they, like, they it looked the volume great for a lot of the show. Yeah, like it looked really good. <clears throat> But yeah, man, um, great job by the, you know, by the late Lance Reddick. Um, and then we get to the, you know, perf- you know going back to the, Anthony said the, the taste. A betrayal. Oh, I'm not going to continue it. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like that swerve happens in the book, right? Like at the end of the book. Zach? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, but it it it's a little bit different, like the setting and also when at the end it's done. Okay. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll we'll wait until after we we yeah we talk about differences and then we'll talk about the differences. Yeah. That being said, I don't know, Danny. How did you? How did you? It might have been maybe telegraphed, especially when like you have flashbacks with Luke and then he's meeting up with Luke at the end. But like, 
How do you think that landed within the structure of the show? Oh, he's muted. I thought it was pretty we good. We got him. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good because... I guess he um, didn't like it. <laughs> he's like, of, you know what? No words. I had literally no words. <laughs> um, they were kind of building it up through the whole season with the whole, like, you know, the prophecy and kind of like your friend's going to betray you. And obviously he he didn't think of that friend, you know, um, cause I That's feel like how a lot of prophecies work like in, in the movie. Like, they just kind of, it's like uh, we said earlier, because they were in camp for like five or 10 minutes. To, like they weren't even friends. There was, yeah. There was no time. It was just, he was just the guy that said, Oh, I'll have him be on my team. Like, yeah, he was nice. Yeah. That was him, it. But, and gave him his, yeah. gave him the shoes. And that was it. Like, and the shield. And the shield, yeah. And like, barely like, a conversation. Within okay. 10 minutes, you're like, okay, this is He's my best friend! Yeah, yeah, like, it's... you can't really tell. Like, they're really good friends. Like, in the show, in the 40-minute one episode that they're in camp, like, yeah, this guy's nice to him. They have the whole scene of, like, he's getting bullied, and this guy, like, stops the bullies. So it's like, you already yeah, like so... this guy better because he's actually, like, making an effort to be, like, I want to befriend the new kid on the block. They also like trained together for a couple couple scenes. Yeah, they showed it in a flashback in one of the later episodes. Yeah, and he's like, mm. "Yeah, you got to do this." Like, I don't know if I can. And that's where he's just like, "Yeah, dude, like you, you can. Like you're able to do this." But I, I think like yeah, like the, the swerve really happened. And uh, I remember watching it with family, and they're like, "No, like we were seeing it." And I was like, mm, "Prophecy." Like <laughs> it's a whole Greek myth thing of just like the more you try to avoid it, the it, it how inevitable it ends up becoming either way. Um written really well again invisible cap off to rick warden and being able to incorporate that better in the show than in the movie zach did they well they didn't even have that in the movie the invisible cap oh uh did they was that part of the book like the first book as often as it was in the the show yeah okay yeah I, i would say that that annabeth used the cap in the book in the same places that were that were done in the show okay like more or less yeah, they, nice. they didn't even yeah. use that in the movie. She boasts to be smart. Yeah. Very cool. And then that's, you know, we get that well, all. Speaking of, know, like, because, well, real quick, because you said, yeah. speaking of, like, you were saying, uh, like, you know, invisible caps off. Because um, then Annabeth shows up, takes her cap off, reveals herself, she's like, oh, I heard the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Yeah. And she is like, oh, damn it, I gotta go. Because I have allied myself with Kronos. And, you know, there's a war coming. Aha, with the God of War. Uh, so, with all that together, lay up. I think it's set up season two, you know, hopefully Sea of Monsters perfectly well, which I'm, as of this, we're all recorded here together. Thankfully, it's been greenlit for season two. Um, I think yeah, the... I think the, it was the just announced yesterday. Yeah, yeah the leads had great got, chemistry. It got good ratings. It got pretty yep. good ratings for one of their original shows. Yeah, really happy for it. Like, I'm just, I'm all about it. I can't wait for it. Um... It's a lot. Um, it's it was surprisingly like you know great watch for all ages. I think um, cat, great casting, fun writing. Um, yeah, it was pacing, like Anthony said. It definitely skewed more toward younger kids, but yeah, it's it was definitely more of a family watch. Even we watching the movie, it's, it's not really like there's some parts that like it's not a kids movie. <laughs> there's some su- suggestive jokes, uh, a lot of yeah. innuendo, and even some creepy parts like if you're a little kid you know seeing the you know like the hydra or seeing the 
80s when he goes into like <laughs> devil form and seeing uh I was gonna say Godmode. Like... <laughs> yeah, Godmode. Um uh, and then what was the other one? Um The Fury, like at the very beginning that lasts like one minute of screen time, but like it's pretty creepy. Like, yeah, if you're a little kid it might be a little scary. I think the movie's PG, is it? Or is it PG thirteen? No, the movie is, I think, for sure, PG-13. PG-13? Yeah. yeah, they wanted to, like... Okay, if it is PG-13, then, then it makes sense. But if it was PG, I'd be like, ah, oh, that's a hard PG, because there's some creepy stuff in there. And then, like, Grover, like, going left to right to any, like, pretty women pretty woman that he sees in the movie. Yeah, he's like, what to do, girl? What to do, girl? Whereas, yeah, they, like, they did not he's do more that. wholesome in the show. They did not do that he's at more all like, in the show. And it makes more sense. And again, like, you know, he's like, satyrs are a little like, more like that. Way younger in the show. Like, in the... It would look very weird for this kid, even though maybe the character is supposed to be older, but the kid looks like he's 14. So it looked very weird for, like, yeah. a 14-year-old to be, like, hitting on these, like, older demigods or okay. older nymphs or whatever. <laughs> Two things I didn't know, I, I I just realized about the, the the first movie is that one, um, the uh, the movie's PG, Ooh, actually PG. I figured, man. Interesting. They were they okay. were definitely. I remember them catering it to like it was like here's the next like family kids movie. Like it was mostly like for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a mini gun and someone shooting stuff up in this movie. Like what the heck. But then you they're, have they're um, playing Call of Duty. They also yeah. go they, when they go when they go to Hades. They're straight up like looking down and seeing like souls and fire everywhere. It's like, dude, kids can't watch this, man. <laughs> it's like, right? They're gonna be creepy. And out. then secondly, is Chris Columbus directed Percy Jackson? Nice. Go figure. Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. What was it during? That's... When did the last Harry Potter come out? No, well, remember he only filmed. Well, the first he only two did Harry the Potters. first one. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. He was an uh, executive David producer. Did, like the last four or five. David Yates did the yeah, last David all of them. Four. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the last all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> the last all of them. That not the first. One. No, kidding. But Baron to answer your question, Harry Potter was, I think, part one hadn't come out yet of Deathly Hallows. It came out later that year. For context. Yeah, you're right. But dang, dude. But yeah, season two confirmed. Cannot wait. Um, before we go, Zach, give us a quick rundown of the differences between the show and the books. Okay, so off the, off the top of my head, I won't go in any order necessarily, but I will like you know list the things that stood out to me. Um, so the the part where they go to see Medusa, um, the Fury never showed up in the book. But in the sh- sorry, what did I, did I say movie or show? Um, in the show, movie, yeah. um, uh, she does show up um, there at the house. But not in the movie. Um, she doesn't show up in the movie at that part. Well, she doesn't show up at all other than that beginning part. And yeah. I don't even know they even mentioned her as a fury in the they movie. They did later on in the camp when he mentions like, oh, yeah, my one of my teachers attacked me. They're like, oh, yeah, that's, that was one of the furies or something it yeah, was a super quick mention, and that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she never shows back up again. Anyway, no. Um, but in the in the show, um, yeah, like like the like she shows up um, at at a uh, at Auntie M's, but in the book she doesn't. I think the next time they show up actually was when they were on a bus, and yeah. it was the three Furies that showed up on the bus and attacked and attacked them while they were on the bus. In the show, Whereas right? In the show, yeah. no, well, in the book, and in the show, it was just her. Like she was the only fury that ever that showed up in the, in the whole show. Yeah. No, that's not in the show. Yeah, in the show. No, there were was, two other. It was Megan Mullally the whole time. 
wasn't Correct, it? but then they had other Furies that weren't personified. They were just actual, like, winged creatures. Yeah, it was like an extra. That? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't they, were, in, they were on the bus. Been. Yeah, it was like episode... When did they two? jump on the it bus? It might have been three. Episode two or three. three. Yeah, I think episode three. Was it really? Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I, I was like, oh, forgot. is that Megara? I was like, is that a... Um, let's see, a like... Yeah, I played Hades. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Okay, so Anthony I, and I played I, I Hades. That. We know the Furies. I, I, I scratched that that last one. Um, another one that was a little bit different that I can remember was... Uh, so in the show, they give uh, the, that one... Uh, I forgot what, what it's called. It's called Nereid? 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 Huh? The Water Nymphs? Yeah, the one that yeah. they gave, the one that, that shows up a couple times throughout the yeah, show. Yeah, that gives Percy the message have, like, from the Poseidon. Naiads yeah. that are freshwater, nice. and then mm-hmm. the saltwater ones are like Nerads or Nerid, whatever they're called. Yeah, she gives she gives Percy four pearls in the book. She gives him three, um, because the four the fourth one was meant to you know get their mother out, plus three the three kids. Yeah, which and they did, so right? The movie they also did the three, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, the three pearls, but they had to go find the pearls. Yeah, that instead was the quest of in the movie. what? Instead of huh. them being given the yeah, that was their quest to find the three pearls. Um, one one thing <laughs> I will say that that I prefer that the movies did, or that the movie did, than <clears throat> in the than in the book and the show, was that they went to the Parthenon because. That made more sense than the St. Louis Arch. They went to the because, actual Parthenon? They no, actually went to Greece? It was in Parthenon in, like, Cincinnati. The, in Tennessee. Parthenon, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. Oh, that made... Okay. Yeah. That made a lot of sense. It's Greek architecture, and it was built in honor of Athena. In the sh- in the show, they say, oh, yeah, the St. Louis Arch was built uh, as a as a monument to, to Athena. But they did never they mentioned show? that in the book, actually. Did they Funny show enough. Athena in the show? Or they just mentioned her? I don't remember. No, they've. Only, I think they only just mentioned her. Um, I don't think they actually show her. Athena was in the movie. Yeah. No. At the very end. The well, okay, at the end. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. So in Not the book. In that part. Yeah. Yeah. In the book, did they talk about the St. Louis Arch in the? Like, well, yeah, they, they had. They went yeah, there. They had the they whole fight in with the, the book. With the okay, cool. So that's still a thing in the book. Okay, it's nice. Okay. Yeah, because so that was another change too. So when they're on the train. That's when they meet um, Echidna and and the uh, and they fight the um, the, oh, the 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 Chimera briefly, um, and then they get off at, at St. Louis, go to the Arch, do the whole thing, and then they and then he fights the Chimera again on the Arch. In the book, you don't meet Echidna and and uh, and the Chimera until they get to the Arch when they're on uh, an, on yeah, the elevator. They set up. her up. Yeah, they set her up uh, in the train first. And then, like, yeah, we're gonna yeah. follow you. Which is cool. um, another, like, oh, you another, can't come in. Yeah, yeah I, I, so in the in the book, she's disguised as like like a fat old lady, and she has a chihuahua. Oh, so, God. so it was still disguised as a dog, like yeah. in the book, or like in the movie. It's never showed um, the dog until it turned into the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the show, they they made it so that it was like hidden in its like little doggy bag. Um, and but all of this being on the train instead of at the uh, at the monument yet. Um, and then another change too was um, so the, the 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 sisters of fate um, in the book they showed them only once when uh, I want to say they uh, um, Grover and Percy were coming back from 
the school trip to the Greek museum where he got attacked, where he got attacked by the by the Fury. That's how they, they show the sisters the, of the fate there too. while the bus had broken down. Yeah, that was another show too. <clears throat> well, they right. showed the sisters of fate in St. Louis. I don't know if they showed her or showed them, you know, earlier on. I, I remember. St. I think Louis. it was just that one time, actually. Yeah, I think it was just that one time. They were like in the park, right? They were just like in the distance. Yeah. Yeah, they were sitting there in the, like, uh, on the bench. She sees them. She's like, "Oh crap! I know who those are." Yeah. Yeah. In the in the book, Percy sees them, and when he when he mentions it to Grover, um, he was kind of like he, he was kind of like the same reaction where he was kind of freaking out, like, and then explain the like, what the run. fates were yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, so pretty- that was another like change. So that was more like, like a time thing. They they put it later on in the show instead of earlier on, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't really affect, you know, how the how the show goes on anyway um let's see what else i can think of oh the fight with with uh aries that one was va- that was like vastly different because um in the show they don't have a like so okay in the book there's a crowd of people that spot them on the beach fighting but they're fighting with guns or at least what they see is that they're fighting with guns Gosh. instead of swords because of the the, the mystical mist that yeah. uh, is supposed to cloud uh, humans from um, from seeing what's actually Check there because their brains just, can't comprehend. So in the book, are they just I'm, seeing I'm two guys going at it, like you know, like Pretty just much. like whip it? Yes, that's nuts. <laughs> like duck and cover. So, so is it like the, very like, like, the police from Doctor Strange? It, it's I, I wouldn't know how to describe it. It's very. I, I guess you can say it's kind of like like a version of the mirror dimension, but the mirror dimension is more like um, like everything's kind of warped. Yeah, but like, the, the mist like, is more like, like it, it's it's disguising. It's like yeah, it's yes, yeah, disguising thing. Illusory, no. and it helps separate. No, it's trick. <laughs> yeah, delusion's not a trick. But uh, it um, it, it it and also it's a veil that separates the mundane from like the mythical world. If I'm not mistaken, right? Is that how they described it? Yeah, okay. essentially, like like uh, when the Furies attacked the bus. I don't think they explained what it was that the humans saw, but they knew that something was going on like like people were attacking other people is what they saw but they didn't see like they didn't see a fury they just saw whatever it was they were seeing again it people wasn't explained getting angry and fighting on a bus which you know, yeah probably might happen maybe you know not yeah. saying bus travel is bad or frowned upon but you know and then uh so in that in that fight yeah people are witnessing a kid and a grown ass man fighting with guns <laughs> Um, and w- what's crazy is that the world was like. I don't think you can show that like, in, on a Disney Plus no, <laughs> TV not. show. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely why they alter that scene. Um, but the reason why, like, you know, because when they came back from the underworld, and so the pearls actually were bubbles, or that they they were um, uh, when you activated it, it would encase you in a bubble and shoot you up through the earth back to the uh, back to the like the main world, the overworld. Um, Oh, we lost Anthony. Oh. Well, anyway, well, I'll anyway just keep, keep it going. That. Yeah, keep it going. You um, come back. So they go up through the underworld, uh, through the like the Earth's crust and all that stuff, and back onto the surface. Whereas in the show, they teleport down and j- they just like pop up, right? But when they get back to Earth, there's um, apparently there had been an earthquake. Uh, a lot of the the city was on fire, and people were running and screaming everywhere because because uh, uh, of all the, the stuff that was going on. All while these two were were fighting with their their swords and guns, their swords, but not unquote. guns. Yeah, 
I don't know. And the I, police were I, called and all this stuff. And uh, Ares actually like blew up some of the the police cars. Like all that stuff happened in the in the book, damn. but not in the show. So Bro, it was the, all very different. Wow. And there was nothing you, with like. How do you like the change from the show to the book? Um, I, I think I think I like that change a little bit better, just because it, it. I feel like it would just kind of take you out of it. I'm sure it would have been a very funny moment, um, like seeing like the, the perspective of the humans, where it's like, the, like what are these two crazy guys fighting with guns for? But it's a kid show. Yeah, gonna... these two guys. When is this like kid fighting? Especially with guy? a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you like the version in the movie? Oh, you mean where Aries isn't in the movie at all? Not there at yeah. all. Yeah, because like in the movie, the fight was replaced with Luke. So while he, while Percy did fight a relative, and funny enough, the um, the chapter in the book is called something about like 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 I fight my like angry relative or whatever or whatever the thing is called. It still kind of works because Luke is like a cousin in that regard. Just um, a cousin to Percy. Of Hermes? Yeah. yeah, but in in this case, it was a different kind of. Uh, relative, it was more like a. Was it a, wait? Was it a cousin or was it like an uncle? Maybe I don't know. But Ares, it still does, worked out. So Ares is the son of Zeus, and so cousin. They're cousins. Yeah, they're actually first cousins. They're first cousins. Yeah. So it makes that or fun. Half cousins. Like, first they finish. Half cousins. They finish the. They finish the fight. He's like, "You made an enemy for life." I was like, "Damn, buddy. Okay, salty." Oh, ass I, I think they said that in the book too. Or nice. something along those lines. So they well, at least they that kept makes that sense. Part. Someone's gonna be vengeful as Ares, yeah. Like that makes you know angry that he's gonna be butthurt they lost to a kid. Oh, speaking of Ares too, um so when we first meet him and they're at the diner and everything, um so you know how Grover stays behind as like collateral, I guess? The Grover Mind um, Games is what I called it, but yeah. So in the book, all three of them go to Waterland and uh they they go to find uh his shield. Or his uh, yeah, his shield, I guess. Yeah, his shield. Um, or his, cause, no, because Hades had the helm, but it was yep. Ares' shield. Yeah. It was um, shield. and instead of going through the tunnel of love, like in the show where it's uh, Percy and, and Annabeth, and they and they, they jump out to go to like where the shield is on this thing, and he has to sacrifice yeah, himself. He turns to gold, yep. and then Hephaestus comes out and does all this stuff. Hephaestus doesn't even show up in the in the book. Um, what happens is they Random. they see an empty pool. With um with like a bunch of Cupid or I guess uh um w- whatever the actual uh like species is called um but a lot of Cupids um sitting around and the shield is in the middle of that empty pool they go in they take it alarms go off um and uh, the the Cupid the Cupids start to shoot arrows across to create like a net so they can't escape uh, because Hephaestus in the book uh, would set up traps to embarrass. Um, to embarrass Ares and Aphrodite whenever they would go off and do their little escapades. So that was a trap set for them. And that's why Ares didn't want to go. That's why he sent them there. He was embarrassed to go because he didn't want to be... Uh, Outed you know, as an adulterer. Caught, yeah. being, exactly. caught eating mayonnaise. And, uh, and then, then the pool started filling up with water and then the water flowed in, through the tunnel of love and then that's when... Um, well, actually, it didn't plan out the same way that it did in the, in the show. Um, in fact, the water was was like rushing through, and and uh, Percy and Annabeth got stuck in the boat, so they had to jump off when it hit the thing, and it catapulted them and all that stuff. Um, 
and uh, but they were also on camera when they were in the pool because Hephaestus uh, brought would broadcast um, at least like that trap was like to broadcast to Mount Olympus to embarrass them in front of the other gods and goddesses, mm-hmm. um, which was not what it was in the show, obviously. Um, but I thought I thought that one was more interesting because because um, it, it fit like how Hephaestus would treat those two yeah. uh, for for all that stuff. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it um, makes sense. And then the last major change that I'll talk about that I can remember is at the end. So when Percy gets to Mount Olympus, uh, when he he goes up to like where the throne room is, where where all the twelve gods would sit, um, which a nice little detail in the book. They say that the the, the cabins are in a U shaped, and then the thrones on Mount Olympus are also in a U shape to kind of reflect uh, the the cabins and everything, which is pretty cool. Um, when he gets there, both Zeus and Poseidon are there. So Poseidon's already there. Um, he addresses Poseidon first before to Zeus, and Zeus is like, "Oh, you're you're not gonna, uh, you're not gonna uh, uh, like uh, address your son, or like, something like introduce that. to me first. Like you're gonna go straight to your to your fa- to your father, like like a little little like whimsical thing." Um, and then that's when like he kind of gives him like a stern talking to uh and and forgives him for the bolts and and accusing him and his father and all that stuff and then he's like i'm gonna go cleanse this from uh, from like all the human filth that's been on it but when i come back you better be gone otherwise you're gonna feel my wrath and all this other stuff and and then percy and poseidon have the little moment um and that was kind of it he goes back to earth uh, his mom is back. So his mom hadn't even returned from uh, from being in the underworld. She she returned because per, uh, because of Poseidon got got her out of there. Um, the or no, sorry. Is- I think I, I want to say Zeus did. Zeus was was the one that got her out. Oh, because the cause in the, the book, deal. yeah. All right. Because in the show, she escaped with them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So she no. I don't think she escaped with them. No. Oh, she, she didn't. Did. Okay, I I can't remember. Um, but she ends up back at the apartment and then the package with Medusa's head was there. Uh, and, and Prissy's like, Hey, like, you know, if you ever want to get rid of Gabe, if you want to, if you ever want to get out of here, just, you know, just give him the box. So messed up. (laughs) But of course, in both the movie and the show, they did it a little bit differently where it's like, he finds it in the fridge. Mm. Well, no, he finds it in the fridge in the movie. He finds it outside the door. Um, in the yeah, in the, in the show, the show. But in, in the, the book, in the movie, it's a it's a post credit scene. Yeah, Joey Petliano. Well, in the in the show, it was also a post credit scene, I believe. Um, where he he shows up, they change she changed the locks on the door so he couldn't get in. And he saw the box and and opened it, and then he turned to stone. And, oops. Um, yeah. right. In in the movie, when Percy was leaving to go to Camp Half Blood. Um, the way that that it was set up, like, with, like how the mother was going to bring him like the dinner or whatever, was like, say, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably use the Medusa's head right now and turn him into stone. Yeah. And then she sold him for money to an, to a, like an art gallery. Oh, that's, that's but reported him as a missing persons. Wow, that's in the book. That's in the book. In the book, yeah. Jeez. Damn, dark. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I actually have one more. One more. Oh, blooded. All right, last one. All right, last one. So the ending with the whole reveal with Luke. So 
when Percy gets back to Camp Half Blood, I think they he spends like the rest of the summer there. Um, like you know, he returns. They have the whole celebration, the fireworks, all that stuff. And then the next few weeks is like just him finishing up that that summer at camp, um, having like like done other stuff, other activities for the July, etc. And and then on the last day, he he runs into Luke, and they go for like a walk, um, down like 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 by the by the shore or whatever like like some off part of the of the camp and then that's when he kind of reveals himself as like the person that that kind of started all this stuff um but threatens to uh to like i guess threatens to hurt percy in a way with like some weird underworld scorpion thing um that was like crawling on his leg that was you know that was commanded by luke himself um, he got, and then, uh, then Luke kind of like told him what his plan was, why he was doing what he was doing. And then he just kind of jumped into the portal and disappeared. Um, Percy swatted the scorpion, but he got slung anyway. And then he like got back to the camp, but passed out. They were able to save him, all that stuff. Um, and then like, then like Annabeth left, Grover got his searcher's license. And then Percy had decided to go back home. I, I think is how it ended. Yeah, but in the book, on the same day that he gets back, and they have the celebration for him, that's when Luke takes him aside. He tells him, um, "But in this, but in this case, Luke was like, join me, and together we will rule the galaxy as fathers." No I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, he kind of did that in the show too. He's like, "You should join me." Like, "Oh, why did you do this? Like, you know, this could have been that." But then, like, in the show, like, or the movie, you mean? I think in the sh- in the show, like he was. He, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like in yeah. the show, the he movie, was saying the movie wasn't. He didn't the say anything wasn't like that, no. me. He was just like, I'm a bad guy and I don't care uh-huh. about the gods. I want to take over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the show was, was exactly just in that. that like he... just, just like it, that. Exactly. Yeah, see? The show or you mean yeah. the movie? In the movie. But, but yeah, no, he's in the show, movie. it was more like... In the show, it was more like him saying like, yeah, you should join me because he's like, he's following Kronos. And he's saying like, yeah, I, I believe in like what Kronos is saying. He wants like, to get rid of the whole thing. Yeah, like, he wants like, to like, scratch it's our all the gods. Yeah, like, you, know, you see what the gods do to each other. Like, you even said it. Like, you want to be better. Like, Kronos can do that. He's like, yeah. And then first he sees it. It's like, no, the, there's a way to change the gods for the better, not just annihilate everything. So that's yeah. like cool conflict of ideas that comes up in the show pretty well. Yeah, because in, in the movie... Yeah, in the movie, I know that Luke was saying uh, how it, it's like, oh, it's it's our turn. Like, like the Titans had their era, the the Olympians had theirs, and now it's our turn. Demigod time. Um, but in the sure. show, in the show, it was sure um, to get Kronos, um, like to piece him back together, and um, for for like when the book they describe it as like like to bring back the golden era, which was the time of the Titans. Um, like to bring that back because Kronos is going to build a, a or, re, or create a brand new world. He's going to um, destroy the all that oppose and 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 uh, um, and uh, keep the ones that uh, that will that served him. serve yeah, as his, like his servants and, mm-hmm. and on his side and everything. So is he um, going to have an army of Teen Titans? <laughs> nope. No, he won't. He's nope. nope. Nope, that's it. So, pretty uh, exhaustive, pretty exhaustive list of you know, those, yeah. those uh, book to show differences, but still pretty good overall. Like uh, yeah. overall, like I think it's it's definitely worth a watch if you want something fun, you know, uh, with a good story, 
with some good balance of lighthearted, but uh, you know, then serious um, storytelling, good coming of age story. Especially if like you have younger people who want to watch something interesting, I I think I'm all in agreement that we all recommend this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. a solid. A solid strike of the lightning bolt. They caught lightning in a bottle. I'm gonna. I don't have any more lightning puns. I'm sorry, um, but uh, definitely good job. Ride the lightning. Riding the lightning. I mean, I, <laughs> lightning was ridden in a bag. But uh, overall, like good job by Disney. Hopefully, they can refine and uh, make that uh, tweak some things in season two. Especially we're talking about Sea of Monsters. If you know a little bit of the plot of the second book. Then hope then you kind of know what's going to be happening. Some new characters are going to be showing up, or you know, existing yeah. characters will be referenced and brought in, and new favorites apparently in, in the series too. Yeah, I, I would think that they should have a, at least. I mean, there's gonna be at least one new character for sure. He's gonna be a main character, um, and then they're going to bring back a character at the very end. Yes, of the season. Hopefully, yeah, because it it deals with. If you know anything about Jason and the Argonauts, then you kind of know what they're going to want to do with this. Uh... That's the wow. Okay, hold on, because th- that that just clicked. Uh, because in the book, Kyron mentions how he trained Jason. I'm like, who the hell is Jason? Jason with his Argonauts. <laughs> Come on, dude. They also the, talk uh, about the Golden Fleece and God of War. Was that uh? Because Jason and the Argonauts. That was um. Was that uh? uh God, what was it? Uh, not the Iliad. It was the other one. That's definitely not Odyssey? the Odyssey. No, no, that is Odysseus. That's different. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, then I'm thinking of something. Jason else. went on a separate quest, but still to grab that one mythical item, which you know, don't want a spoiler. Because well, I know, I know, one of them is to deal with the um, the Cyclops, which is what this is going to be about. So there is a Cyclops in the Odyssey, yes, and because not he Homer. wounds, they wound. Well, it, the Cyclops. It, it, well, it's like the one of Homer, yeah. But yeah, because um, who, who, what's the Cyclops's name? Oh, uh, I, I don't know, but there's a derivative of it in the second Percy Jackson book. Anyway, we won't get too far into it. We'll wait. Hopefully, yeah. they'll start filming on it soon. A lot of shows are, and productions are getting back and ramping up. So great to see that happening. Uh, do you guys so with, think? Do you guys think there's gonna have any of the three original actors at some point within the show as playing other people? Could you imagine? Could you imagine if if uh, Alexander Daddario plays Athena? That would be pretty cool. That Dude. actually would be kind of cool. I mean, by 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 now, like at least her and Brandon T. Jackson, they're like in their late thirties. Yeah. Uh, and Logan Lerman, I think, is in his early thirties, so they could all technically play younger, Some younger god. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like throw throw a uh, Logan Lerman in there as like I don't know a Apollo or something. I don't know. That'd be a cameo. Yeah. That would be interesting. I mean, they they still haven't uh, cast Pan, so like that's a whole another subplot that's going on. That's <laughs> Dude, <exciting>. imagine <laughs> or Pan could be Helios. I don't know what else they do. They go in there, but yeah, man, that'd be exciting. Um, you know, uh, with that, yeah, I cannot say we, you know, just definitely we're not gonna be. We didn't thrash the show. Like it's actually well made. You know, taking good care. You could tell that the creator. Um, and writer of the books had his uh, a fair say in what went on in the show for its benefit. Honestly, like you can't. It goes to show that like if you're gonna be be true and true to the source material, it's good to have those collaborations with the people originally doing it. So um, you know, hopefully we'll uh, see more of it next uh, next time with season two. 
with that, folks, um, if you enjoyed this episode, you know, the little rundown of this, you want to have more TV show rundowns or just our quick takes on what we like uh, or what we think of certain other shows, feel free to shoot out your suggestions on your social media platform of toys. You know, you have obviously Twitter, you have uh, Instagram threads, uh, and also, you know, the YouTube comment section. Throw it up in the YouTube comments. We'd love to read them. And uh, we'll try to fit them in for next time, okay? Uh, with that being said, once again, thank you so much. Truly appreciative uh, for tuning in and checking us out. You don't have to make any ritual sacrifices like they do in Percy Jackson. But um, we really, again, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And to catch you guys next time. Later. See ya. Use the volume less for season two. We'll be right